Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets. Brought to you by Standard Bank. Moving forward. Hashtag Africa Connected. Well, Africa Connected with Santa Bank gives you trusted insights into the endless potential of Africa's markets. And Lika Sumba is back from Ethiopia. She was there. Um, her journey has been chronicled on africaconnected.co.za and also the hashtag Africa Connected on social media. In studio to give us a recap of probably your, you got the, like the biggest smile you've had since coming yeah. back from any of these trips. You love them all, but your smile's bigger on this one, I think. Yeah, I think Ethiopia was really special, you know. Um, before I went to Ethiopia, because it was my first time going there, I had a lot of ideas about what it was going to be like. And then I got there and I found that it's really multi-layered as a society. It's really multi-layered in terms of the things that are happening across the board. And just, you know, you, you get to really, to, to really get to see a country that is developing really fast, but a country that's still really connected to its roots, you know. And with that, you see the challenges, but you also see all the opportunities. And I think for me, one of the things that I remember when I left Ethiopia that really sat close with me is the fact that in Ethiopia, the DNA of everything that people do from business to just, you know, the schools that we went to, everything is about service. You know, it's about service first. How can I serve my country? How can I serve my community? What a great culture. It's such a great culture. I literally, Mm. I thought it was one person, but literally everybody, it was the same thing. It was the the thread that went everywhere. Do you get a feel of this resurgence of optimism in the economy? Is there, are there signs everywhere of the sort of growth rates that Ethiopia is purporting to have? I think they definitely are signs. I'll be very honest, you know, um, in terms of just um, in Ethiopia, you saw quite a diversity of people between the haves and the have-nots, which was not so obvious in other. Um, the other cities that we had gone to, you know, like what Addis was. But with the conversations with people from the people who were taking us around to if you were speaking to a waiter to everybody, everybody kept on saying, our new prime minister, I'm so excited. Everybody was really excited about it. And it just, you, you could really just see from that perspective the way that people were speaking, all the people we interviewed. And then from a um, construction basis, like everywhere we went, literally, you could just see all these constructions going up. And I'm like, oh, what's this? They're like, that's this, that's that. And I'm like, wow, for a country that was closed before and now suddenly you know they've opened up in foreign direct investments and everything it really you could really get that sense but more than anything you could see that the that the the country moving forward was dependent on the way that the people felt and the people felt amazing because they had faith in their new prime minister tell me about the meeting you had with our ambassador in ethiopia so our ambassador has one of the most fascinating roles um he basically is not only the the ambassador to ethiopia he's also the ambassador to the um african union ambassador to djibouti and ambassador to UNECA, right, for South Africa. And he really um, spoke a lot about what was going on because in order to understand Ethiopia, you have to understand the greater region. And we asked him about what he thought about the free trade um, agreements in South Africa being involved. And he really spoke about the importance about this free trade agreement and how it is that we, we as Africans would speak with one voice. For the continent, I think, it's also very important for us as Africans that for the first time, we are going to be what we have taken a giant, a giant step toward uh, economic unification, if you know, integration, if you know, if you know what I mean. Now, which, as time goes on, when we integrate, when uh, because integration has already started, but when we reach a certain point where we, we have been working for this uh, uh, ideal of Africa speaking with, uh, with one voice, and this is what we have been working on for decades, but now we are getting there. Imagine we've got the African Union. Imagine we've got the, 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 the free trade area, the African free trade area, and we've got all of those. What will stop us as Africa from speaking with one voice? 
nothing. That's it, Ambassador Ndumiso Nchenga. Uh, you also then met up with Ethiopian Airlines, and they really are getting a lot of positive PR, and they are doing great things. They're expanding. They're growing really fast. Hopefully, they can sustain the growth and yeah. the networks that they're creating. But there is this this war for the skies of Africa, and it's incredibly great, incredibly healthy for us yeah. as consumers to have all of these uh, connections to the rest of the world out of South Africa, either via Addis or, of course, via Nairobi, where Kenya Airways is. But Ethiopian, impressive. Yeah, Ethiopian Airways is impressive. And you know, when they talk about the war on the skies of Africa, they're talking about the fact that for them, I think a few years ago, they did some research that came about and it said that 80% of people who fly within Africa are using international carriers. So for the Ethiopian um, Airlines, when we spoke to the chief of, of, of operations, he literally said that, look, every time an airline goes down in Africa, it doesn't look good for us because they like to partner with them. So that's their premise for working. And that's basically how you see with Ethiopia. Everything is about service. It's about community and so that's what they deal with firsthand, you know. But what he also spoke about was, you know, he spoke very clearly about how one of the first um, trips that they had made um, to Nigeria was after Nigeria had had gained their independence, basically. And so that's how they planned their travel routes, pretty much initially. And then he spoke a little bit um, about how, you know, then I asked him, you know, how they deal with government versus business and how it is that they, they're able to manage it, because that seems to be the problem with quite a few of the carriers <laughs> around the continent. And here's what he had to say. Government doesn't interfere in management. It's owned, fully owned by government, but managed privately. Our management, we are free. There is a board, we report to the board, like any board. We, we, we submit our plans, get it approved, then we do our business. Then we report result. That's Terwalde Gebre Mariam. Uh, he's the Ethiopian Airlines Chief Operating Officer. We can't talk about Ethiopia without talking about coffee. You look like you're still slightly wired. Your eyes are still, you haven't closed them <laughs> since you've returned. Was the coffee great? The coffee was the best coffee I've ever had. And I'm literally a coffee connoisseur. Um, uh, they're actually right on my kitchen table. I literally will have them delivered. I literally will. Bruce, I know I owe you so many things, Kente fabric, everything, but I've got friends in high places now. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make it happen. But nonetheless, I think firstly, the interesting thing about coffee is that um, coffee was actually discovered. In, remember, we had discussed the story about the sheep and all of that. So the area where coffee was discovered in Ethiopia, I'll have to spell it out because in South African context, it might come out wrong, is K-A-F-F-A. That was the area, the name of it. So <laughs> that's where it was found. Um, and so basically, that's where the name coffee comes from, from that area directly. So we got to speak to somebody who I think is really phenomenal. His name is Aman Adenu, who's the CEO of Matad. And basically, he actually grew up in the States. Um, he was there for like about 26 years. His family was really impacted quite a lot. And he went back to Ethiopia and he spoke to us a bit about a bit about how big it is that the coffee industry really is and how many people it affects in Ethiopia. You know, coffee in Ethiopia uh, affects over 20 million people. So, and yeah, That's yeah, 20 plus million uh, directly or indirectly uh, impacted by coffee. Um, and coffee is still number one. It used to be around 60 percent. I think it went down to 35, mm-hmm. 35, 40 percent of our uh, export uh, foreign currency. That still shows still number one, still uh, 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 contributing a great deal.
A critical crop for uh, Ethiopia and a critical crop for the rest of us as well. Thank you, Ethiopia, for coffee. Aman Adenu, the chief executive of a distributor of coffee in Ethiopia of Metad. And that's Lee Kasumba with Africa Connected. If you want to learn more about Lee's travels, go to africaconnected.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth, combining their strong African presence with global capabilities. Standard Bank supports businesses that need a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa Connected to give you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the innovative solutions and the coffee that comes from Africa. Standard Bank, moving forward.